0: Hi, it's the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Jeff Styles of the Y. That's me. This is my voice, my very own voice, unaffected in any way, shape, or form. I know it sounds miraculously low and ballsy and just masculine and filled with credibility in my cheese mode, but uh-huh. there's there's no affectation on this voice. This is the voice that God gave me. Me, Darth Vader, there's only a couple that really got them. And then you have regular voices like Pimp Jen Lambert, Thanks. Russell Thanks the a love lot. Muscle Stroud. Hi. and and Brian Stone. And we're all here, and we are the Chattanooga Driving Show. And uh, the whole concept behind this thing, and I hope you, you did anybody take me up on my deal yesterday about putting a stopwatch and counting the number of headlines and stories and then distractions and fluffery comparing what we do in a little over an hour with what it takes the other radio and TV stations in town three or four hours to do, I did, I I recorded a couple of shows, so when we were doing hours live in here, I recorded that we actually touched on 171 headlines, and we had 11.2 laughs and or giggles per story, and so we gave you more information with more smiles than any of the other stations. They couldn't even come within one fifth of what we achieved. And you had to watch at least seven weather forecasts to get that many headlines. So there you go. Today we're gonna do something completely different. Since that was kind of a serious thing, I just wanted to go ahead and just smash their face into the mud, you know, with my heel of my boot just as hard as I could just to make sure that everybody knows who the boss is when it comes to delivering the news in a professional and fun manner around here. It's us, the Chattanooga Driving Show. Everybody else sucks. <laughs> and today we're going to lighten it up a little bit. And so we're going to do the same thing. You know what? Every day untold billions of Chinese Americans do this every day three times a day at the end of a meal Uh they have a fortune cookie and they read the fortune and at the end of it they say in bed and it's hilarious Uh and if it's good enough for all those chinese americans the billions and billions of them on the planet it's good enough for us so we'll be doing the in bed thing okay over the course of the day somebody just slid that under the door right there brian i bet you that might be our guest out there it went all the way under your foot to where oh, you God. could never see it had you had not had you, had you not been <laughs> <laughs> sitting there well, at least i know a name now <laughs> and there you go <laughs> And, we'll, and we'll, we'll holler at our guest to come in here in just a second. Uh, we do have a guest ass. coming in today, and she just arrived here and slid a note under the door. Hard, with, that's some hard card <laughs> With great fanfare. Andrea, we'll see you in a second. Uh, thank you very much. The, we'll be with uh, you shortly. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show. The best time you can have listening to a podcast Monday through Friday after 5 a.m. In bed. <laughs> See idiot. how it worked uh, Oh my God! You See know, Americans work. Americans are the ones that eat fortune cookies, not the Chinese. I said Chinese Americans. Oh, okay. Aren't they hyphenated like everybody else? Yeah, like me. A uh uh. Don't be racist. Come on now. I
1: mean, what are you? We all come from Africa, Jen. I don't. Oh
0: shoot. <laughs> Born in Carrollton, Georgia. <laughs> I'm a ring gold American. Based in Fairborn, Ohio. I've never, <laughs> never been to Africa yet. I'd, here's the deal You're, we're broadcasting uh, from the lodge cast iron studio and we ap- appreciate them so much for for allowing us to do that and for sponsoring us all of the sponsors out there we thank you and we thank all uh, thanks all the listeners and it's spreading I me mean, everywhere i go everywhere i go no joke i'm not lying here why would i lie um i i this morning convenience store mega stop lady says had somebody just the other day, whatever happened to that radio guy you knew who used to come in here? Well, where is he now? So she spread the word. She told him where we were doing the podcast.
2: That's very nice. That's
0: how it grows. Yeah. That's how it grows. So before we even get going today, I want to say something. Not only do we have the in-bed thing, the hilarious in-bed thing going, the fortune cookie. We also have. I still a don't deal. know what you're talking about. I uh, do,
2: and it's and it's dumb, but okay, it we'll can do, be funny.
0: Well, I, it's, billions, a, it's an old will, school
3: thing. Billions
0: humor, of Chinese yeah. Americans three meals a day. If they they it can't be wrong, so it's just just go with the numbers every there's once no in a while. Fortune Russell, fortune
2: cookies at breakfast?
0: Yes, there are. In China, there are. Why would they tell no, us otherwise? I
2: don't think there's fortune cookies in China. Why would man. they allow
0: us to believe such a thing? Because it makes them look better. But it stimulates the economy here's the other deal and, 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 and in all seriousness, you know we had many 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 short-term goals we wanted to hit long-term goals of course to be very rich and famous and to you know just retire happily with no worries whatsoever. but short-term goals hitting Kickstarter was one of them. Uh, we are on the anniversary as we record this and it's rare that I actually talk about the exact dates because the way we have to do the podcast. we're recording this on the anniversary, the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. That's right. Uh, You're hearing this on Wednesday. It's cold, it's breezy. I told you, 30 degree drop in temperature between Last time I talked to you, and, and now. Um,
2: and for a woman of a certain age, it feels beautiful. Oh, I <laughs> love it. It <laughs>
0: well, my, uh, love, it, love, my it, phone, love it,
1: love it, love it. My phone, my phone is my alarm, and it goes, "Good morning, Russell." The temperature outside is twenty-eight
0: degrees and breezy. I'm like, no. Mm, no, thank you, no. It felt good to me, but um, I just, I'm only saying that because they, there is a story, and it's the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, but they're getting shellacked by weather this morning. Just shellacked by weather. We're starting off there with that little bitty piece of a headline. But before we get going, I just wanted to say this. So that makes today the seventh of December as we're recording this. You're mm-hmm. hearing this on the eighth, right? And uh, like I said, we don't talk about this all the time, but it's just the nature of the podcast. We we can't get in early enough to record live. We we do the best we can. Um, Can I give you a bit of trivia
1: about that? Sure. Okay, so 80 years ago was December 7th, 1941, right? Mm-hmm. On December 7th, 1941, 80 years ago from that was 1861. So they were 80 years away from the Civil War. Wow. And we were
0: 80 years away from World War II. I have never heard that before. Isn't that interesting? That So, I mean, what happens 80 years from now? Or what happens today. Civil War II. What happens today? It'll be (laughs) today. Uh, At any rate, uh, we've got got, uh, three weeks left, uh, right at three weeks left of this year, and Jen and I discussed this. One of the things, to go back to what I was talking about, one of the short-term goals we wanted to achieve was to have all of the segments of the show sold out before the end of the year. Now, we, we're already so much more successful, and I'm not joking about this, mm-hmm. with this podcast than anybody predicted we would be or could be, and and that's no joke. I mean, it has been a remarkable sort of avalanche of, of good things, good timing, good karma, uh, good decisions, possibly a good idea, uh, possibly actually a good concept. It's a great idea. And a good it, mojo. Yeah, and Good Mojo, and we're bringing it around. But one of them is we wanted to have it sold out, all the different segments, and we still have a few left. So here's the deal. You hear my voice right now on this podcast. You're listening for whatever reason. You have a business, and you are in business between now and the end of the year, and you have a need. Contact Jen, and we will give you a killer deal. I mean, You'll be on the air the next day. I am the one in charge of reading your live ad, 10, 12, 15 seconds long. You say whatever you want to say to your customers. Make whatever kind of deal you want to make. Cut whatever kind of bargain you want to cut. But we will promote it through the end of the year for half price.
2: I think we would promote it... The end of January. Through the end of January. Let's make it through the end of January because really there's only a couple of weeks left. But why stop there? Go through February. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more.
0: Call now
1: and but we'll with, double
2: the <laughs> offer. wait, there's more.
0: It's Popeel's Pocket Fisherman. And received uh,
1: the Miracle Wonder mana from <laughs> Peter Popov. Two
0: knives. What's the <laughs> po- It's <laughs> the potty ring. Uh, the order now and get a potty ring with so six interchangeable that. stones. No. no, 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 no. Half price, <laughs> but you've got to get in touch with Jen. I mean, like today, tomorrow. I mean, by the, by the end, end of this week, at least, to be able to take advantage of the pre-Christmas push.
2: Yes, you can find it on the uh, Chattanooga Drive-In Show Facebook page. Just send a messenger message. You can send me an email, Show at gmail.com, or you can call or text 4236353557. Say it again. Six three five three five five seven. Now,
0: this is not something we're going to do very often. As a matter of fact, it's exactly the opposite of what I thought we would do. And I usually, I told most of the people who came on as sponsors early on, I said, "You know, you, you're good through the end of the year. All right. By the end of the year, we expect to be charging twice what we're charging now, which would be reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it would be. It would be more than reasonable, and certainly within the framework." of the local media you know uh, pay structure so really it would be quarter price then. so really yeah if, w- the way if you really want to look at it that way where we should be upping the price because the more and more i mean how many people are we hitting every day loosely
2: oh my gosh we're hitting a lot of i can't it's
0: it, in the thousands thousands of people look. every day listening live and you as soon as they downloaded Others download it and listen to it and during the evening. You get all these different platforms. Our guest, uh, who's going to be showing up here in just a minute and talking to us, was talking about you know most of her friends were going to be looking for it on Facebook. That's just one of many, many, many platforms. And it takes a while to actually get the what what do we want to call them the metrics together. No, yeah, attraction. But we got a ton of people listening, and it's growing Already. all the time. We yeah. do
2: since October when we started, October 9th through the first of December. We've reached 7,478 people.
0: Well, there you go. All right. So, yeah. and that, that's, and, and many of those people are listening every single day. Those are downloads. Yeah. Those da- are, those are downloads. downloads. I mean, other people right. are just touching in, hearing a few stories, touching back out again. We need you to spread the word. But seriously, contact Jen. We'll give you that deal. All right. Actually, let's go I'm ahead.
2: wrong about that. It's more. It's 9,174. Yeah, you missed I've, it by almost I've,
0: 2,000. I
2: forgot to add in the, um, the Chattanooga Drive In Show podcast page our
0: actual very our very own podcast page yeah i mean you we're using those
2: we're using both
0: 10,000 people
2: yeah about that
0: all right, so that... Uh, and, uh, and if you think that the, the local radio stations are hitting more than that, come talk to me and let me show you some reality. Yeah. Uh, they lie, they lie, they lie like dogs in a bed.
2: And these are loyal listeners, too. You, yeah. you want
0: to hear a funny metric? Yeah. Remember back when we worked at the old place and I
1: showed you that I did an audiobook of the Unabomber Manifesto? Yeah, yeah, yeah It yeah. has 100,000 views right now.
0: Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I was I mean, I, curiosity. I, I, she told yeah. me the other day that I'd had over 75,000 people that have downloaded my my uh, uh podcast, yeah over time and i was like what
2: 57,000 are
0: you serious 75 57 whatever i'm still <laughs> <gonna deal> sexy <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, it's Math a bunch not of people your forte. but, but deck call call jen <laughs> get in touch with jen and get the deal now let's get started right now with a very casual look and it's sort of just a sort of just a walk a, we're walking hand in hand through the garden of headlines and we see russell hey russell in bed. what what's happening
1: uh geez morning jeff um The school board is just a few days away from making a decision on who will be the new superintendent of county schools. Tuesday, the school board interviewed Deputy Superintendent Justin Robertson, who's currently heading up the school system. He's the current favorite for the position. Last week, Christopher Bernier and Jermaine Dawson were interviewed. Both are from out of state. The process was kicked off when former Superintendent Dr. Brian Johnson made a surprise to those of us in the public, surprise exit. Two people, a man and a woman, were shot on Monday night. The police were alerted to the situation when both victims arrived at the hospital in a private vehicle. The police then responded to Cannon Avenue, where the reported shooting took place. Spent brass from a firearm was recovered at the scene. The male victim suffered what they're calling severe injuries. The woman was not as badly hurt. No arrests have been announced. And finally, a juvenile has been charged with car burglary following that foot chase that started at Erlanger's Children's Hospital parking garage Sunday night. Reports say that a security guard spotted the group breaking into cars and confronted them. One person pulled a gun and ran off on foot. Nobody was hurt. The police joined in on that search, but the majority of the group did get away. There was no danger to patients or personnel of the hospital. And now from the Russell Cave National Monument, it's Dave Hooker.
3: If there's one thing you gotta hate about sports, it's Injuries. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. I know there are a lot of Alabama fans out there. So let's start with John Michi who suffered a season ending ACL tear in the SEC title game in which Alabama laid a very surprising thumping on the Georgia Bulldogs. You know, you feel for Meechie and guys that get hurt in these key situations here. He is preparing to play for a college football championship. But unlike some other players you get the feeling that alabama players truly care about those sorts of things whereas other players will sit up bowl games and maybe be a little bit half-hearted thinking of the nfl when they are a uh, part of a college football team that's not been the case with Michi. Michi quickly realized that jamison williams was going to be the long dual uh, score threat and be able to catch it underneath. Michi was fine with that. He's had his fair share of long catches. But the thing that stands out most about Michi is the fact that he was there on key first downs. He was there to keep the chains rolling. So, What does Alabama do without Michi? Slade Bolden is a young wide receiver, very inexperienced, but has played A decent amount this season, and that goes for the rest of Alabama's set of receivers. And then you turn to Ahmaud Gardner, who will be a high NFL draft pick. He's one of the best cornerbacks that Cincinnati has, and as a whole, they're very well-respected. So you hate it for John Meachie, you hate it for Alabama. Some of you don't because you hate Alabama, and that's fine. But it's fun to watch history. Dave Hooker, Offbook Sports.
0: And we appreciate Dave Hooker and his off-to-hook sports every Monday through Friday. The show is um, downloaded and ready to be uploaded every morning at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday during the weekdays. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. And we appreciate you very much. We really do. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump on the headlines. This is called Upfront Wrap-Up. And before we get, as usual, a couple of little things uh, stuck in here before we get too far down the road. Let me first of all thank the Sports Barn. Sports Barn with its three locations in our town. There is no better known. There's no more legendary. There's no more successful health place, workout place, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, it really truly is super easy, convenient to you because all the locations and the pros on the staff are absolutely fantastic. I have been going to the sports barn since I was in sales back in the 80s, the late 80s, and uh, so it's been a part of my life for a long time. They've been around since 1979, and they will get you in shape and keep you in shape. We'll be talking about climbing, rock climbing, and uh, athleticism, I've often said I think the rock climbers are probably the best pound for pound athlete on the planet. We'll discuss that in just a little bit. It'll be an interesting discussion too. I did want to jump just immediately over though to the uh Kentucky Derby winner. The disputed winner, Medina Spirit. Oh yeah, Yeah. the the doped up horse. Yeah, Yeah, but he was
2: only three years old. uh,
0: There's no no reason for this, you know, horse to have died of a heart attack. But then again, uh, all animals, all animals die of something. Yeah. And most animals, certainly all mammals, can't have heart attacks. Well, but oh, when yeah. you
2: pump them in with with whatever drugs they were giving him,
0: they say that Medina spirit. Even though they did uh, find uh, questionable substances in its system that it was never injected that it was uh it was only a topical use i thought it was some sort of like skin ointment though yeah for treating a, a rash or t- something t- like t- that. it was only a topical use yeah and it, it really was not a performance enhancing drug no, that's what barry agreed. bond said too back in the day yeah roger, roger clements cr- clear cream or whatever <laughs> it was you know you don't hear liars, liars pants you don't you don't exactly. hear this very often bob baffert the owner of course and trainer and the most successful trainer in the history of the sport, he's tied with one other guy, but I mean, it's hard to make a comparison with the competition that's out there now. You never hear a phrase like this very often. My entire barn is devastated by this news. How often do you hear somebody say, My barn is devastated by this news? You know, that's but nice that's the truth. and
2: everything. It sounds really nice, but I think he should be charged.
0: Well, with, I don't know with what. They took with blood, hair, and cruelty. urine samples from the horse, they're doing a full necropsy. Uh, as per protocol, they're at the University of California Davis School of Veterinary Medicine.
1: Maybe the horse had a heart condition. We I'm don't know sure about they,
0: they won't lie about it. You know, 12-1 to 1 odds, uh, John Velasquez, an incredible jockey, goes in and wins the Kentucky Derby by a half-length over Mandaloon and totally screwed up my bet. Um, seventh <laughs> Kentucky Derby uh, victory for Baffert. And Ben Jones is the guy that he's tied with. That's over 147 years and it said he tested positive for 21 picograms of betamethasone, corta steroid, co-steroid, man-made steroid that resembles cortisol, produced by the adrenal gland. It is actually rubbed into the skin of the horse. Mm-hmm. But he is he he keeled over dead. So he's dead. That's dead interesting. Old. I wonder in bed. Oh, that one didn't land very well. He's dead in bed. I, no, I, I just, that I doesn't, just, doesn't work. I forgot. I forgot. Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. That's not funny, Jeff. I
1: wonder if, uh, like I said, maybe the horse had some sort of heart condition that we just don't know about.
0: In bed. Never mind. All right, I'll let that go. All right, um... Three inches of rain an hour in Hawaii, not hey, a did good you, scenario. Did you in bed, did you see yeah. the
1: um the hurricane in cent, or sorry, tornado in central yeah, Tennessee? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the flipped over truck, I was going, What the hell did happened? You really? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Yeah. It's the same storm front that came through here and we had some wind, we had some leaves, you know, blown down and a couple of limbs cracked. It turned an 18-wheeler over. And, and the school and bus. They, they have already, dis- they've already said, yeah, it was an EF-1 tornado. Yeah, there was a they school bus. They came to Telehome earlier this week.
1: A school bus with the driver still in it was, was flipped over. No kids were inside, fortunately. No a barn
0: was ripped off
1: of its supports. I mean, all sorts of bad stuff happened.
0: Well, today, of course, being the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, we have snow at the observatory up on top of what do they call it, Mauna Loa, Mauna Kea, Koa, Koa- oh, Koa- yeah. on the Big the, Island. The Big Island. It snows up there all the time. The actually. airport is closed. Like I said, three inches of rain an hour is bound to have an effect. Yeah. So it is having an effect. Downtown they, Honolulu was a, without power as well. Yeah, a handful of survivors of Pearl Harbor. There's not many left that are there. Have been protected, and they swear that the ceremonies will go on. Like I said, we're okay. kind of doing something we don't normally do here. We're talking about something in real time when normally that, that we would already be putting this in the past. It's it's to our advantage to have you guys feel like this is live. We're not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, we we're going to do the very best. we talked a little bit about best. this yesterday, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to do the very best we can. Yeah. You know,
1: I, I always have this bad uh, nightmare, and this is an actual nightmare I've had, where like, we'll talk about something on the show, and talk about how everything is fine and then and like the next day it just blows up yeah it's like and as, uh,
0: there's always that
2: possibility Actually, as a space
1: shuttle challenger lifted off yes, with no yes, issue yes, whatsoever my
2: point yeah. being we discussed it yesterday yeah. which aired today yeah. so yeah. it made it very timely
0: so anyway yes. we won't do it all the time biden right. and putin in total discussions front to front face to face mano a mano uh number one subject of course china Number two subject, possibly more important, really, uh, for the time being, Ukraine. Uh, Yes. How will we deal with each other as allies if we have to go up against China and they invade Taiwan? But then again, we also have the troops amassed on the border of the Ukraine. Satellite images show them ready to invade. There's another 100,000 standing by. They could be there in no time. And there are already those who are saying we should send weapons to the Ukraine. Right. I mean, that's the definition of a political hawk, somebody who wants to fight when fighting isn't necessarily at your doorstep. It's a fine line. Do we really want to get involved militarily with the Ukraine against Russia
1: right now? Yeah, it's, it's a fine line to walk because imagine if, say, 1939, the United States sent a bunch of troops and personnel and training to the Philippines, as an example. You know, that would historically looking back be seen as a pretty smart thing to do but at the also time
0: provocative beyond words exactly the
1: that's the thing is like looking back from the future we go oh that was a really smart move on the side of the united states but you know in the time people be
0: going what the hell are you Had doing we shored up the philippines to help you know protect themselves the japanese would have attacked that much more early yeah so I it's mean, a fine line doubt. to walk is that's my what point. they were trying to do to begin with yeah. and when you think about it again let us keep in mind, Pearl Harbor, we lost 2,403 servicemen, a lot more than that, people on the shore, mm-hmm. uh, non-service people, people who were staffers, office workers, nurses, and the like. Many, 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 many more died You know, months and years later of their injuries. It was one of the most successful military operations ever carried out, and the only mistake that was made, the only break we got was the Japanese concentration on, at the time, it was the toast of the the high seas, the battleship. Mm -hmm. And they had neglected the carriers. And all of our carriers were out and about and safe. And there was only one of the admirals in the Japanese Navy that understood the mistake they had made by going after the battleships and leaving the carriers alone yeah after had they had the carriers had bottled up inside Pearl Harbor it we may have been looking at a very total out, a different outcome the fact that we were able to hit the ground running with three carriers now of course they rule the seas battleships are not even thought about as a general rule I mean they're like they're, they're protectors they're the AF you know, they're the f-14 on the wing of Air Force one yeah and
1: pretty much all of our <clears throat> excuse me pretty much all of our military strategy now is built around a carrier group. You know, back then, that was a brand-new concept, the sure. idea of a carrier group. But now we've built pretty much all of our naval doctrine around a carrier group. It was c- comprised of several destroyers, a carrier, and submarines to
0: protect it. So the carrier is is the center of naval power now. And we're going to pull out all kinds of economic sanctions against the Russians if they invade Ukraine. Stop, don't. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm hearing over there. Um, and it, Don't ha, keep do it. In mind. Don't do it.
1: Oh, my God, the pain. Keep in mind, too, like, what is the first, since we're talking about uh, World War II, what's the first battle you can think of with the Japanese that happened after Pearl Harbor? Midway. Exactly, but that was in May of the following year. I know. That's how slowly things worked back yeah. then, it's insane. Yeah.
0: Well, we, we, built, we built an entire military. Right,
1: I mean, yeah, it, the Army at the time was training with wooden stand-in guns because they didn't have actual rifles to use. The amount of production that we put into the war effort. I mean, we we joke now about, oh, for the war effort, but it was huge the amount of production
0: that went into that. A couple of things real fast here because we want to get our guest in as quick as we can. New York City. New York City! (laughs) um, By the 27th of December, every private employee who works with and or for the city. That doesn't mean city employees on city, you know, payrolls mm-hmm. and city benefits. That means individuals who work for private companies who work with the city. Who work in an office with other people. Anybody they all have to be all have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Total at total least mandate. One. Oh total mandate. They want the entire population of New York, twelve plus, to have two vaccinations by the end of the month. Yeah, what? the exemption is yeah. if you're working from home. And that and that's the that's the most far-reaching mandate that we've seen so far
2: I thought it was just one they well I'm just saying but everyone they, you know, to at least have been in
0: they want the general population have got the shot to
2: have one two, time.
1: No, that's, two twelve that's that's how it was before they recently this new order updates it so you have to have had two shots and there's no grace period for you to get those two shots so if say last now. month if last month you're like yeah I'll, you know I've been convinced I'll get my one shot right if you don't have your second you're screwed.
2: But you but you can't wait. I mean you have to there's a time period you have to wait.
0: Right, but you have to show that you've gotten both of them on your card. By the way, I also have uh, no less than a half dozen texts from people around the area listeners to this show, the Chattanooga Drive In Show, who say I had the same reaction to the booster shot. Yes. For whatever reason mm-hmm. the booster shot seems to be knocking especially people of a certain age a little bit lower than the actual original shots did vaccinations did yeah, a good and it friend is of mine. The, it's the next day it's did the second
2: day did you have a
0: reaction the, for the, with the first two? it hurt it the 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 I was very sore but, but did that you get didn't a fever bother me or anything? no the next I day did. it was fever sweats it was it was pure out flu
2: the next day when i got my second one i got sick for the next day and then when i got the booster sick the next day hmm.
0: The Department of Justice says that the new Texas voting maps violate voting rights, constitutional U.S. American voting rights. Uh, there was a lot of growth in uh, population in Texas, most of it black and Latin, and basically they got two new congressmen out of it, but the minority groups were punished. They, whether it was purposeful or not, mm. that's enough for the DOJ to get it overturned and to have the maps redrawn. If, if if the population rose in the black and Latin populations and that increased the state's population, they got two new congress, uh, congressional representatives out of it, and the black and Latin population didn't benefit from that, <laughs> they ridiculous. will lose. Yeah. They will lose in court.
1: And yeah. the black and Latin population, the, in my opinion, gerrymandering based on racial lines is, is a losing game anyway because it's... It comes from this old school mentality that people of a certain race will vote a certain way, which we've seen in the last two elections is
0: simply not true. Certainly not in the Latin population. Uh, North Carolina, Greensboro, Toyota plant there, $1.3 billion making electric vehicles. Going to employ 1,750 new people uh, in bed. Uh, Georgia, uh, excuse me, California congressman. California congressman. I still don't get it. So stupid. Devin Nunes. Nunez. Uh, And Nunez is leaving at the end of the month to run the new Trump Media and Tech Network. I saw that and I still.
1: Good for him. I still don't know what exactly the Media and Tech Network is.
0: I've not seen anything about it. That is his new social media platform. Here's the thing, though. I keep seeing. After the original 14 failed attempts, I keep seeing people talking about this.
1: I've seen more from the media talking about Trump's new media thing. But I've never seen the new media thing, and I'll have like friends of mine who are. That
0: hasn't ever launched successfully. That's what
1: I keep saying is like people keep asking me who I know and who are friends of mine. They say, "So what's the deal with this Trump uh, social media thing?" And I say, "I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know what it is." People want
3: me. less social media, not
1: more. Yeah, that's right. especially the older people who are going to be the target audience here.
0: All right, let's uh, very quickly. There's a new poll that says that the Generation Z people. For whatever reason, are dealing with more pandemic stress than the rest of us. I looked at that and didn't really find any good reasons for that, other than I think probably just the things that they have depended on being affected. As a matter of fact, before I think I it's go because any further, go I think ahead.
1: it's because Gen Zers um, are naturally less experienced in life and think that this is the end of the world when it's not gen
2: z is what worries people so,
1: younger than me <laughs> yeah
3: gen, oh, younger gen z younger is is than you okay. 21st century born uh, okay. 13 yeah. to 24. basically
1: 13 yeah. to 24 i'm right on the edge of uh of millennial and gen z i was born in 95
0: so pretty much anyone born after me is a gen z so okay. it's only okay to use the phrase in bed with half of gen z the other it would be totally inappropriate uh forbes <laughs> i'm looking at forbes and it is telling me to drop chrome that uh, plane, plane yeah, plain yeah, forward, yeah. saying, okay. saying, yeah, get rid yeah. of Chrome. Uh, All right. Help me out. Why? Update your phone. Well, there's probably... Update you know, your, update is your system. Two billion Let, see, users Let see your phone. Chrome had a tough year, and it goes on and on and on. It says Chrome is a mess. You need to drop it hmm. immediately. Hmm. This is Forbes magazine. And use an what? Editorial. They've not been saying that
2: for months. And use what? Microsoft oh, yeah. Edge?
1: <laughs> no, it just says uh, update Chrome, basically. Make sure your <laughs> yeah, updates are turned sure on. Yeah, make sure your operating system's uh, because, up to date. Okay, so let me explain this. Chrome is the second, or either first or second, I think, se- first most popular web browser. And because of that, it's been subject to more cyber attacks than any other web browser stands to reason. That's like, you know, uh, I'll use a morbid example. AR-15s are used in more shootings than any other gun because it's the most popular gun out there. So because the Chrome... Which
2: is crazy.
1: Well, I have a few. Chrome is the most popular browser uh, and
0: thus it's subject to the most uh, cyber attacks. I actually tried to search it and and it had the, the next thing I was supposed to go to Google critics explain why you should quit Chrome, and then it went to a story about BTS, the Korean boy band. <laughs> and so that that tells me maybe there's a problem with Chrome right there because that's what I was using. Um, Dominican Republic has it spelled all Haitians. How about that? Nobody wants the Haitians. Uh, poor folks. I mean, we're talking about 31,000 people lined up, most of whom have lived in the Dominican Republic all their lives, are being marched over to the sad side of the island against their will. They've never been there. They have nothing to go back to.
1: Oh, I should reiterate my statement, by the way. Handguns in general are actually more used in what's classified as mass shootings and rifles are, especially in Chicago,
0: where handguns are the most common weapon used. Uh, I will just wrap this up very quickly. Uh, 27 still missing, 22 officially dead in Indonesia because of the volcanic eruption there. And a huge debate now going on in Richmond. The enormous pedestal that had the Robert E. Lee mounted statue mm-hmm. that was there kind of in the, the, the middle of the George Floyd protests that became a piece of graffiti, protest graffiti, mm-hmm. and it was declared, as a matter of fact, do you remember me bringing the National Geographic cover in? Yes. With that picture on the cover? Yeah. I said it literally looks like it's been photoshopped, but mm-hmm. it, it was it was graffiti artists had transformed it to the face of George Floyd and all the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Robert E. Lee is gone, but the pedestal itself, they're removing today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. and there are critics coming out saying don't do it, it's art. It has become oh, art. Interesting, And it has a place in history as of now that was more important than the statue of Robert E. Lee ever was. I wouldn't say it's so more important. There's a big debate going on there. I wouldn't say that it's more important, but I think it's
1: a step in history. Um, it, it's It's not really more or less important. I think that it's of equal importance because it's what it is now. Does that make any sense?
0: Would you guys like to actually go ahead and really throw a curveball at this thing and get our guest in now before we get into the I today. think that'd yes. be a good idea. Okay. I think that's a great let, let, idea. Let's do that. You guys sure. go ahead and kind of switch around. Normally we would be going into the editorial section of the show right now and we'll the get editorial to it if we can. I was going to say the editorial section of the show today is dealing with abortion, one of my least favorite, of course, topics to talk about it's not my opinion it is the opinion of david brooks okay but he makes a lot of sense and i think you're going to really relate to it probably because, again it has a lot to do with the time of pregnancy the time during the the trimesters and things of this yeah. nature and he, he, he his opinion has changed over the course of time very much like so many of ours has Right uh, As the science has changed And things of this uh, And it kind of My kind opinions of caught up never with changed itself. All right Well our guest is joining us now Hi good morning to you Andre good morning I'm going to go ahead And hand you those bad boys Right there Great. And you got some theme music Playing in the background here awesome. As a matter of fact I think the last time You came on the show It was for an Explore More segment mm-hmm. Which was our outdoor Centric part of the show That we did And that's what this is We don't do that Great. many since we've started doing the podcast, we've only oh, used this piece of music a couple of times, so congratulations.
4: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, and yeah, let's get outside.
0: Yeah, glad to have you back. Um, I contacted, and, and help me out, please. Full name, and, and is it, the title is now Former?
4: Yeah, okay. so Andrea Hassler, I was the former executive director. Yeah. I am the former executive yes. director for the Southeastern Climbers Coalition.
0: And you were actually on the nose of El Cap when we were hearing the story about... Uh, our, our buddy, you know, uh, apparently, he and his wife are expecting, and uh, whether or not yeah. Alex Honnold will ever be soloing freely again, now that he becomes a father, I reached out to you. You right. had just gotten off the nose.
4: Just walked down. Actually, I was climbing a route called Mescalito, which uh-huh. if you've seen the movie Don Wall, which I has have. Tommy Caldwell, yeah. and Kevin Jorgensen, yes. Don Wall is the Mescalito project, which was Tommy tried to free Mescalito, yeah. which is an old aid climb. Yeah, And so I was doing that for five days, well, aid climbing it. How'd it go? It went great. It was beautiful. She
0: said aid climbing, not ape climbing. The yeah. Thing, I just <laughs> want to make sure everybody <laughs> understood that. That's, not that's, climbing that's, that's, it that's like not, how Alex Honnold <laughs> climbs <laughs> that's, El Cap. Yeah, that's, that's not a style that she, that she adheres to. Uh, but all right, so when, 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 when you were, you've done El Cap more than a couple of times. You've yeah. done the route that he has done. With Up assistance. Yeah. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to ask, everybody should understand who I'm talking about. Alex Honnold, the only yeah. man to ever free solo, without right. any rope assist, without any belay, without any protection whatsoever, his hands and feet on rock, El Capitan, the yep. most famous rock face on the planet for climbers. There are those that are harder, those that are more difficult, I guess, rated but this is this is the the rock that everybody wants to conquer you know yeah. for it's their the largest own resume rock face in America and um, yeah. there is there's a point and it's the point where during the movie everybody covered their eyes i it was so funny i was sitting there with tom benson watching it at the imax and we're at the back of the imax and we had more people turned around looking at <laughs> us i mean literally you know squirming in their seats yeah. i said we should have cameras pointed toward the audience watching their reaction (laughs) and do a documentary on that.
4: Yeah. Well, and you know, during that moment, he actually didn't have any camera people Actively watching him, yeah. they were exclusively they made, using they, drones.
0: They, yeah, I was going to say at that time, and yeah. that was the one, of course, that all of his friends were so frightened of. His right. wife was so frightened of her girlfriend. Yeah, uh, refused time. to be even. She didn't even want to be updated until after it was all right. over and done. And people still were thinking it was going to take him a lot longer. What was it? Four hours? It was four hours and some it was odd just minutes. A couple hours, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That particular spot, mm-hmm. though. Where he had to, he had he had two choices. He had to make a an, an, a, an attainment move, which would have mm-hmm. been very difficult, or a leap—literally leave the rock face and grab mm-hmm. a ledge just big enough to take his fingertips. Mm-hmm. And if he misses that leap, then he falls to his death. The attainment move, as equally dangerous, he went with the leap. What do you do when you get there?
4: Uh, you know, I actually haven't climbed that section of root myself. Chicken, um, but I chicken, probably chicken. would have been uh, aiding it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I probably would have had grappling hooks holding on a and helicopter. ladders hanging a off of those attached, attached to my at back. two yeah. points with a <laughs> yeah. rope for a third point of attachment. and trampolines under me. All. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's interesting. I heard him gave a presentation after. Um, freeing El Cap. And I was out there a couple of times when he was training to free it. And I think the most profound thing for me that didn't make it into the movie was his comparison of freeing Half Dome, free soloing Half Dome to when he free soloed El Cap. Hmm. He said when he free soloed Half Dome, he got on the top.
0: That's the one that everybody remembers from the Ansel Adams picture. That's right. the that's the Angela Adams portrait you yep. have in your office. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, it's the big half, dome, half dome, yeah.
4: Yep, it's two thousand feet tall instead of three thousand feet. And when he got to the top, he was by himself, a pair of shoes, and a chalk bag, a bunch of hikers hiked up. They were like, "Oh, cool, another dude on top of this rock." Yeah, they started. Didn't he know just who he was. No big road, deal. Yeah. And um, he said he felt lucky when he got on top of Half Dome, but when he soloed El Cap he felt accomplished.
0: He felt triumphant.
4: Yeah, because he had trained for so long and put in so much time and had everything very, very dialed. Yeah. And so when he says that he doesn't take huge risks, that was a risk, sure, but it it was was measured, it was mitigated, it was practiced, it was planned out.
0: The time that Mm -hmm. he put into pondering Mm -hmm. it, years, years. Right. I mean, it it had loomed there since the time he started climbing. Rehearsing the moves. Everything, it was always on his mind. His girlfriend, actively tried, who 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 is a climber mm-hmm. who is an, a, a good climber not okay. an excellent climber he'll tell he'll be the first one to tell you not an excellent climber but it a has go-
4: a pretty good success rate in belaying as, as well uh,
0: yeah i was going to say it is <laughs> not 100 certainly one of the most supportive women wives girlfriends sure. i've ever seen in my life but she she asked him not to do it you know you have mm-hmm. a new life your life is different you're with me now we have a future can't you see that and and I think a lot of people in the movie were shaking their heads going how could he be so selfish Mm -hmm. and that's just a very uh, that's your way of looking at it you you can't do Mm -hmm. that you can't look through the prism of his eyes and his life experience and put yourself in that situation you're not the person that has the ability to do something that people thought was impossible it's almost like a a call to yeah. action. It's like saying, you know, hey uh, you know Einstein,
4: just go ahead and not create electricity. Yeah. You know, yeah like yeah, you know, Franklin, sorry. But yeah. like, you know, yeah. it's it's asking somebody who is literally at the cutting edge and not just in the asking climbing world Asking Michael Jordan world.
0: not to play at his best. Right. You know?
4: Not just for climbers was that climb profound, right? Like it was profound for everybody who saw it in the movie theaters. Um, you know, Barack Obama posted about it. you know, this yeah. this was a huge There human are adventures feat. left.
0: Yes. There are adventures left. Mm -hmm. That's something that Russell always says. He uses that as an excuse to be a lazy bum.
2: I (laughs) saw a picture of Alex Honnold with his baby on his back climbing.
4: That may have been Tommy Caldwell. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because Alex is is on the way. Yeah, Alex is still. in still in. He looked just like him. Yeah, Yeah. and so I think
0: that was photoshopped. It was. It was called Free Duo. Oh, It said because climbing climbing alone was Was not scary enough. That's right. That's what I saw. All right, I believed it. Sitting there with a baby clinging to his back, like he was going to make that climb with a baby hanging on to him. You know. Yeah,
4: and you know my (laughs) my best (laughs) friend who I started climbing (laughs) big walls with. Um, she unfortunately passed a year ago But her dad raised her climbing And we used to always joke about it Because he would take her on first ascents in the mountains And put her on a hip belay And have her leading when she was very, very young Doing things that most adults today Still don't um, have the chutzpah Or like the energy or experience to go and Good do word
2: yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it didn't I, have a, I have a, a documentary recommendation for you If you haven't Great. seen it already 14 yeah. Peaks Okay, on no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Definitely yeah. get on that. Great, it, it, thank you. You will you love it. You know what the
0: fourteen peaks are? The documentary about all the all those that are above uh, 19,000, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's the front page of today's Times Free Press, the region section. Oh yeah, the uh, Boulderfest, the huge Boulder Boulderfest. Yeah. There's and Julie they, Reed. She's yep. the former president yeah. of the Southeastern Climbers Julie, Coalition. Of course, and, and they had a big day. It was a beautiful day and yeah. a busy day around here. So that was one of the many things going on around there. That
4: boulder bouldering field boulder park at lookout mountain conservancy robin has just done an amazing job it's one of the coolest places to climb in the country
0: and i'm talking about robin carlton has slugged it away uh, up there at that little park and her program with the students
4: from the howard school working as interns um there's another nonprofit that started recently called we climb that's working to um get kids underrepresented that are underserved within Chattanooga out climbing so he's worked with some of those kids from the Lookout Mountain Conservancy to actually get them climbing on the rocks that they're building these platforms The
0: main reason that you're here and we'll get there and then we'll Mm -hmm. let you go and thank you so much for coming in. I mean when I contacted her she literally she was in Boulder County (laughs) she had just gotten off the mountain and we were talking about the fact that the big debate was will He continued, because they dealt with this in the documentary, they got very deep into the relationship Mm -hmm. and the fact that he put his goals in front of everything in life. He he is the epitome of a dirtbag climber, only he has a lot of money from sponsorships he lives in his van, he lives for the sport, he's never not working out. If he's standing in here, he will grab something and start doing pull-ups on one <laughs> finger while he's talking to you. <laughs> he lives it, he breathes it. Will he be able, there is another challenge out there that he has been thinking about, will fatherhood change him? And thats it's just mm-hmm. that simple a question. And people like me I mean climbing is not my sport I'm big into adrenaline producing sports I have no great fear of of, um, I've got more fear of of death and pain than I used to because I've actually suffered quite a bit lately but I mean my whole life I've been hurling myself at death and missing Mm -hmm. and it's made (laughs) for a very interesting life but nobody can compare to him but people are trying to get inside his head from quarterback you know Uh, armchair quarterback positions you know Monday morning generals and say yeah he will no he won't fatherhood will change him no it won't can't change him he's different what do you think
4: so I've seen many friends have kids I have not myself Um, and it it really depends on the person but what I will say is climbing you know we call it you know you got to go get your lifeblood if you're a climber and you haven't been climbing for a period of time there's Starting just something depressed. missing yeah, yeah. um and runners, so i don't see him that. yeah runners wh- yeah. whatever it is that's your thing um so i don't see him giving up climbing i don't see him giving up free soloing as a person that free solos occasionally myself i there's nothing there's all these different disciplines in climbing right and some i'll spend different time on than others but um that is one of those that it's much more meditative. It's much more personal. It's much more of an escape. So I don't see him giving that up entirely.
0: Do you, I don't think so either. I was going to say no. 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 she. She Mm-mm. said no. it. I said, you know, one of the parts of the movie where you kind of heard people gasp that had nothing to do with climbing had to do with him just talking about his family. He came mm-hmm. up in a very stoic family. Mm-hmm. That would be the word that I would use to describe it. His mother clearly supported him a hundred percent in doing what he wanted to do, living an abnormal life, swimming mm-hmm. against the stream. She knew that he would probably die on the rock one day. She was already prepared for that because what kind of mom would she be if she held him back? Mm-hmm. Will that translate to him, or when baby daughter wants to go try to do a free solo at 14, is dad going to step in (laughs) and say, you're not ready?
4: So I will say, one of the things that bothered me in his response to that question, when they said, what if she wants to get into free sailing?" was his first response was, well, she's going to be a girl, and I (gasps) will love to challenge that, because I think it's... uh, Probably words that you don't want me using on here. No, <laughs> but I think it's bullshit. I, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't think that he would challenge that. I'd hope that he wouldn't. Um, because but I do see him instilling the same ethic that he has approached his work because he is the expert at knowing how to free solo big cliffs, right the leading expert he's figured it out he knows how to do it he's been very accomplished in doing so he's inspired and world of people um to do it or to talk about why not to do it um mm-hmm. and so i would see you know i would sure hope that he wouldn't um hold her back if that's something that she
0: chose to do what do you think is the next challenge uh, because you know yeah. I, I, I we meant we talked about this you said you mm-hmm. ran into him out there while he was training and he came to town at the uh, invitation of Rock Creek Outfitters and the big outdo- outdoor Chattanooga gathering mm-hmm. shortly before he did the climb and he came on mm-hmm. with me and he hinted, he had his book then, uh, the first book that was out, I can't remember, and he signed it and gave me a copy it's at, the, at the house. I should know things like this, but I don't. Um, but he was hinting that the big one was coming up, that something really big, That you'll know about it when it happens, trust me, yeah. What what would be next? What would happen next? Because so I've asked So what I could
4: people. imagine is is maybe different routes on lcap Cap that are harder. Um, that could be an option. Um, it could be a big link up where he maybe does a route on lcap Cap and then goes and does Half Dome and then malqua you know like several different in a route. It could be a different rock. Somewhere else in the world, there's places like Baffin Island. There's large the rocks in climb Pakistan. Of, K- of,
0: of K2, not too mm-hmm. too long ago, without oxygen. And a he's not of
4: much them. of an alpinist. He does. He has done some. I've been noticing just in following him, he's been doing a lot of sport climbing lately, a lot of bouldering, and he referred to that in his article about like you know maybe lesser risk, lesser time intensive things. Sure. So focusing on strength over endurance. Okay. So it could just be you know he's not necessarily been known for doing the hardest physically demanding climbs but more you know ballsy. longer ballsy yeah. long endurance um things so it, it could be some sort of weird concoction link up it could be another large rock face that hasn't been soloed or climbed in that style i don't know
0: is there a moby yeah. dick out there uh, one that just hasn't been done
4: there's a lot yeah
0: that the, the people think yeah. it's got it's got to happen sooner or later
4: um Geez, yeah
0: well, I mean,
3: yeah, there's there's a mean lot. We're
0: covered with rocks I would say Baffin Island That's here. just yeah. kind of like On the Baffin, front of my mind A lot of people talk about that I guess yeah. that's, that's a big destination point Yeah, I it's imagine. a big
4: destination there's, You know, you go You get flown in To a glacier And then you have to Hike across the glacier With all your stuff you on the sleds and. hang out with puffins yeah <laughs> you
0: know, lots of puffins <laughs>
4: Go climbing. Yeah. in bed yeah in bed
0: yeah. <laughs> you missed that part of the show yeah i guess i did <laughs> well, well i so so what's going on real quick uh, with the sec and yep. who's in charge now so yeah so, and send them our way for goodness sake yeah and i great. hope you I will. tell everybody to listen to this tomorrow. i will absolutely they can download it at any time after 5 a.m and listen as many times as they want to
4: yeah, is doing great. Uh, Meg Evans is their new executive director. She's actually based out of Birmingham. And then Caleb Timmerman and Kate Haynes are still on board working in marketing and stewardship. They're both based here in Chattanooga. It would be great for you to talk to. Good. They just did their annual fundraiser, BYOB, by Your Own Boulder Field. We just bought a new climbing area outside of Dunlap called woodcock
0: i know it very well it's, you know i live in yeah and County. we talked about that yeah that was my goal not too long ago was to get up to see woodcove for the first time woodcock
4: woodcock cove mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so they're finishing up building a parking lot and hoping to have that opened any day now Good. so that'll be really
0: exciting have them been in touch with us
4: yeah I will absolutely I and what
0: what are it. you up to what is your next adventure? so
4: I'm currently working again for the access fund which is the National Climbing Advocacy organization we work to preserve climbing areas across the country mm-hmm. we work as um, affiliates with local climbing organizations. Kind of we support them, we give them loans, which is what Access Fund did to secure Woodcock Cove. Um, We give them advice, consulting. I manage our stewardship projects. We have conservation teams that travel the country for 10 months out of the year going to different climbing areas across the country. And what we're seeing now is an increasing number of climbers going out to climbing areas, particularly during COVID pandemic with all of the media. So I'm gonna give you a pitch. Please. Black Diamond is matching up to $80,000 Wow! this week That's great. for donations to the Access Fund to really? continue working and tackle these crises. We're seeing increasing numbers. Any money, money you give to the, the
0: Access Fund, Black Diamond is going to match. To match.
4: Up to $80,000. Wow. Yeah. Huge Please send me
2: information. I texted I you will, already. absolutely. Send me info and I'll post that. Would
4: love that. And we're here yeah. in the climbing Mecca. I mean, Chattanooga yeah. is known across
0: the country, across I the world for the climbing I thought about you and, and, yeah. and, and all my buddies. I thought about, you know, all the people I've worked with over the years and yeah. climbing. I mean, all the way back to, to Johnson and Piper. And, and, mm-hmm. and I still, every time I go walking with my dogs yeah. at a new spot on the bluff that I live on in Sequatchie, I find new bluff areas i find access that's so easy i find monument rocks standing out in the middle of the woods that are just magnificent i can't get anybody to come play with me
4: i will come and play with me and also you let me know if you ever see a for sale sign next to those bluffs there are (laughs) there there are a
0: couple as a matter of fact they say you'd better hurry because i mean yeah i mean because you know what property values are like around here yeah and bluff value Property. I mean, it's. I can't afford it. I couldn't afford it back when I could have afforded it. Right. And convinced myself I couldn't. I wish I had. And the uh, cool thing about protecting those places by doctors and lawyers coming out of Nashville yep. and Atlanta.
4: And the cool thing about having organizations like the Access Fund, like the SEC, is going in and protecting those places permanently for the long term and managing them and stewarding them in a way that protects not only access to the climbing, but the forest, water quality, species migrations. Those cliff lines in this whole area are, have been identified. I'm sure you've talked with the cradle um cradle of the south the thrive regional partnership they've got the natural sure. treasures the
0: 2025 yeah
4: yeah alliance that have identified these areas are all great for um, species migration in the face of a changing climate I was gonna
0: these say, I was cliff lines
4: bluff areas going to
0: run through my photographs while mm-hmm. you're sitting here and show you a couple of just the monument rocks that are just sitting out there just cool. begging not a single, not a single chalk mark on them. I don't think anybody's oh, ever shoot. laid hands on them. Well, don't other tell than anybody. Just, just yeah, I, I mean, just tell me. They're right there, <laughs> right there. I mean, just an easy stroll from the road. So oh, thank you so cool. much for swinging by. And thank any, you so much for having uh, me. A uh, plug away, you got the Black Diamond, uh, phone numbers, website, stuff like that. Yeah,
4: Access Fund. Google it. www.accessfund.org slash join is where you can donate. And then the Southeastern Climbers Coalition is seclimbers.org. Thank you so much. I appreciate you
0: swinging by. Thanks for having me. And taking the time to spread the word. see ya. Spread the word. All right.
2: Don't forget to send me info.
0: And uh, this is the music for the Pimp's Corner. Pimp Jen. Pimp Jen Lambert. uh, Thusly named because she's been selling our butt on the streets of Chattanooga, Tennessee and the surrounding areas for quite a few years now and has been very successful. So this is her time of the day. And she said she was super qualified and prepared today. So we'll find out. I was,
2: I was. Start, let's start with this. uh, Parents in San Francisco knowingly sent their kid to school with COVID. (coughs) Now, because of that, 70 other kids are now in quarantine. Seven students uh, have now been, have now tested positive and which actually that makes seventy five in quarantine check, now. Check, check. Oh, hello. <laughs> Mom and dad could force uh, could face charges. My question is, why would any parent do that to their kid?
0: Because it's they got a job, and it's easier to send their kid to school when they're not that yeah, sick. But, but yeah, but now
2: their kid is gonna. You know. I, know. I Get that. all kinds you, of flack you ask the question,
0: it. I'm giving you the answer because it's easier for them to send their kid to school slightly sick than it is for them to take the job. Uh, that they've got and tell them that they can't come in yeah school is daycare yeah. i
2: think that's crazy
0: well yeah <laughs> considering, yeah, considering the climate the now
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on the lookout wild film festival which i love is returning to the tivoli for its almost 10 year so anniversary january 14th through the 16th uh with a cool new logo and um so stay tuned fo- follow them on instagram and you'll uh They've already been posting details about some of the films that they're going to be showing. That's that's one of my favorite things that that we do in Chattanooga. I
0: am in a huge fan, and, and during and, uh, the main times twenty four to see all the posters <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, uh, I just thought, yeah, well, you this know, is, this, I, uh, is, this this makes me happy. I it went. Makes me very happy.
1: I went a couple of years ago. You know. Yeah. And that was a really good time. There was there was one scene. It was uh, about these dudes who were in Alaska. And I don't remember exactly what they were doing. I think they were they were ice climbing. That's yeah, what it was. They were yeah, ice climbing. Was, I remember,
0: and it was really crumbly, nasty ice. Yeah, too.
1: I, it was super interesting. And my my buddy and I, my roommate, were there. And there's one like split <laughs> split second scene where it shows them shooting in their backyard, and we both went, "Yeah!" at the, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now they 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 I remember them because the, what they were what they had chosen to climb was very poor quality ice. Yeah, it was like waterfall ice. And these guys these guys are not exactly professionals at anything they do. No, they could easily die in a yeah, split yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, what they what they what they are are adventurers who hurl themselves into the unknown barely prepared and they usually barely survive mm-hmm. and they've made a living out of it. Yeah, it's super interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's here you go.
2: Yeah, can I move on? No.
0: Nope.
2: Uh, there. This <laughs> this excites me on two different levels. Uh-huh. Actually, on many levels. Uh-huh. There is a new seafood market coming to town. Uh, they're going to be on Dayton Boulevard. It's set it. They're set to open up in early 2022. Hmm. Um, they'll have all kinds of sophisticated wants and needs. Uh, but what they're doing right now is they have put out a PSA looking for local artists to paint murals on the side of that building. I think they're going into where the Sofa King yes, Juicy Burger is. That's where it is. And it
3: is a market, like a butcher, yeah. but, but not for seafood. But for seafood. I yeah. think that's fishmonger. fantastic. What's the
0: name of that business?
2: Way long overdue. Sofa King. Go ahead and say it fast, Jeff
0: sofa king juicy burger yes. in bed sofa king. oh my
2: goodness go ahead all right i'll never forget when when, when jesse realized what she was actually uh. saying we were in the car anyway another owner, sto- story the for another day that
0: company has to be talked off the ledge every time he has a new business to open <laughs> uh, we're the ones that sat there in a pool me and rebecca and begged him along with his wife not to, to, to call crust pizza, right. in God we crust. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, 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 no. Or in, in crust we, they we did, trust. They
2: did use that.
0: Uh, or whatever. It, it was it was, it was was way over the line. Isn't
2: that the same owner? It's all it's the yes. same owner. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, doesn't um, he own I said, a, w- a Frankenstein,
0: The one in Sewanee, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you could get away with it up there, but <laughs> I just don't think I would do, call it in God we crust it's, pizza It's here. like
1: uh, Big Woody's Tree Service <laughs> where has <it's> got the, <laughs> hey. the <laughs> Freaking beaver holding that giant log.
2: They may not have called it in God We Crust, but they do use it inside the restaurant. Well, uh, we I know we had Rich Mazingo on recently, but this has come out since then. Um, Major League Baseball has announced that uh, it's going to be committing to a full minor league season, and that means that the Lookouts will start their 2022 schedule on April 8th and they will have, uh, I guess I didn't write that down, I think it's 168 games with oh, okay. 78 uh, home games. My numbers may be wrong. 142
3: total, 71 home games. Thank
2: you, there I we go. Say, don't think. look at me, I knew, Jen, I, s- I knew somebody would know that. So that's great news. Um, and then just kind of, you know, because I like to go off on, a, on weird story tangents, uh, a study has shown that viagra could be used to treat alzheimer's disease really yes this is true
0: yeah I'm sure. Mm. is that. this
1: one of your jokes
2: no it, it really isn't it, what, it, no, it, you it actually say? will cut the risk of getting alzheimer's disease you know, the
1: doctor's a real stand-up guy <laughs> in bed
0: in bed <laughs> all right <laughs> You've got my full That's attention. That's it for my corner. I, I, just a uh, hooray! Just what before wh- where we're there <laughs> as the as the mountains look at each other. Music plays. A uh, hooray for the folks that put together the chosen, and since you're the one that brought up Christ and crust, um, <laughs> the I chosen, am chosen is a multi-season story about Jesus's life that has absolutely set the mark. It had a very low budget. It started out, you know, with what nobody knows any of the cast. Uh, the people that did it uh, were nobodies. It was all on a shoestring. So far, at very limited release, $1.5 million in ticket sales. That's during the first 12 hours on sale, prompting the extended Tidnight Run in 1,700 theaters to be extended around the world. And it looks like this thing is really going to go and they say that the depiction of Jesus of Nazareth is unlike anything you've ever seen before. They said they wanted to be as authentic as possible, they said the number one word was authenticity, but they also wanted to show Jesus as the kind of person that people would follow. What kind of charismatic you know, personality would it have taken in that time for people to give up their jobs and literally follow him out into the desert. He had to have been an extraordinary person, and this particular Jesus laughs quite often, jokes, cuts up with his people. Um, he, he has a sly sense of humor. Sometimes uh, the um, apostles don't quite get what he's getting at, and he rolls his eyes. He's human. He he is fully human in this movie, and that to me is a very interesting thing to explore. The idea of Jesus just walking three feet off the you know the ground, floating around during his time on this planet has never been of interest to me. No, I've always been more interested in the human side Absolutely. of him. Absolutely, and it and it and it shows it apparently, uh, in spades.
2: If you read the Bible, of course, he had a sense of humor.
0: Is it said, a highly relatable adult Jesus? who actually makes jokes at the dinner table uh... and 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 you know and talks to his faithful following before i mean he 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 actually you know we talked about this once before in a documentary that they put together and you know he would case places before he went to them you know they they knew that he was coming he was already a rock star and he would sneak into places and basically check out the lay of the land to see which would be the best place to speak, where he would want to set up, how the acoustics would be, before he went in. He he had a message he wanted to get out, and he wasn't dumb in getting it out. It got out more than any other person's message ever had. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. I mean, recorded in history, so I thought that was just very worthwhile. And one other one, too, also just a yay. You turned me on to a song. Is that Murray
1: Rothbard on the paper there?
0: Uh, here. Yeah. No, that's Lionel Barrymore. Oh, from It's because, a Wonderful yeah, Life. Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life, the bad guy that, you know, Mr. Potter that yeah. turned 75 yeah, this, this, this week. Uh, but actually, no, it's the quote from Prince uh, William. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about he has this memory that he has in a podcast about his mom and his brother and them on their way to a Christmas gathering and her singing Christmas carols and just a very, very human moment and it made me think of that song that you sent me years ago from Judah and the Lion yes. called Queen Songs. Yeah. And I listened to that song and broke into tears. Aww. It was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to both my boys and I said I hope this song hits you the same way it hit That's me. nice. Which is just a, a a family that ended up dysfunctional and separated like so many mm-hmm. but had their moments. Yeah. And in the song the guy is talking about his mom turning up the the radio and singing along to Queen songs. Yeah. And uh, this is why, they talk about Princess Diana was singing along to... Uh,
2: Tina Turner. Uh, Tina
0: Turner, I believe. Yeah,
2: yes. she. Um, that's actually a very com- commonly known story about her, that she would take the boys and, and sing in the car with them, mm-hmm. and them. And she would do that on her way to drop them off at boarding school to kind of keep it less scary for them. Jen's
0: Corner Pimp Corner is brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear, PPE needs, safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And uh, I am skipping my editorial today because of the lengthy interview that we just did with Andrea and we appreciate her coming by. Andrea. Andrea. But it was brought to you uh... the editorial will be tomorrow an anonymous donor who chose to invest in the drive-in show which many more of you need to do don't forget we got a half price deal going on right now no joke half price deal going on right now get in touch with jen and for the rest of this year and through the month of january you can get the leftover inventory we got which pretty much are just the segments of the show that don't come with a, a, a live read, you know, that's what you're talking about inventory. We're willing to sell it at half price just so we can hit that goal. That's right. It's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. It really, really is. <laughs> ego but. trip.
2: And even if it's not a store and it's just you wanting to. This you know, person say just happy basically gave,
0: gave money to because they Merry believe Christmas, in the project. Whatever. And said, now give the, some love to the local charities yeah. that I support. You know, uh, a step ahead and yeah, Habitat for Humanity. So good for them. You can do that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, here we go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do the, uh, the the my story the the mountains looking at each other section Chattanooga driving show the tri-state region's driving theater of the mind featuring the voice of our city's morning commute for three decades that's me the communicator Jeff Styles Jen Lambert Russell Stroud Dave Hooker Brian Stone Jeff Greenspan Taft Sibley and a few others hey. and uh, here you go. Uh my story today. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I've done lost it because you guys got me all kinds of goofed up here. Huh? Hey. You got me all kinds of goofed up here. I got to find a regional <laughs> write up. I get you know, I don't that. have it. I don't have it. Literally I don't have it. Do you not- you not well do it we barely memory? have any
3: time left in the show, so yeah. it might actually work out all right.
0: Well you know what? We might have to because I literally have lost my my story of the day. I've done buried it somewhere. You ju- you you buried berrymored it. I uh, yeah, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> And In na- bed. I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've never done that before. I think I flipped it over to make a note, and I completely forgot about it. We'll just we'll we'll let it go today. There's we'll plenty it, of time. We'll let it go today. I've plenty got of time my, next time. I got more than enough stories. Tomorrow's show's already done. Right. Yeah, I've, actually, yeah. I got I got pl- plenty of stuff that we were going to use today that we'll use tomorrow instead. By the way, and just like Andrea. Andrea, Andrea, you know she said she had all her friends who were wanting to listen on Facebook. Don't forget, if you call in for that half price deal, it won't just be on Facebook; it'll be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radiocast, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, wherever you go, Wherever you go to get a podcast, we'll be there Monday through Friday. Starting at 5 a.m. Now, we may not always have all of our segments together because that's just the way we are. Now, you were just playing the music for what? Because I paid no damn attention to it. Where are <laughs> regional,
3: we? Regional shout, uh, whatever you want to do. Regional yeah. round.
1: While you're right? flipping through that, what, I wanna, whatever
3: you do, do it in five minutes. I want to tell I, I everyone
1: who's it. watching on Facebook if you've noticed my lovely t shirt, it's the same one that was worn by the person who assassinated Kim Jong Nam. As really? soon as I saw it, As soon as I saw the news, I went on AliExpress, and I bought this very T-shirt. LOL. Yeah. That was worn by the female assassin. Who killed Kim Jong-nam, yes. I want one. So watch on (laughs) Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, Shannon Driving Show, and you can see my T-shirt.
0: There's a new podcast all about being better versions of ourselves, sharing stories and lessons from our successes and failures join Bruce Dodd as he walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, time, thoughts, and relationships, the intentional living And so uh, there and there it is. There's my darn story after yeah. looking through it all this time. Can we'll you just save go ahead it? and do that again. Yeah, we'll save it for another time. All right, regional well, regional roundup. Okay. And shotgun shadow. I just
2: wanted to say this before you do that. We got a really nice review and I'm just gonna paraphrase it. It says, I know you already know this, but your format is definitely better and represents the future. Uh, as we know, Chattanooga doesn't change easily. However, you guys are the best thing to happen. Yay!
0: Even
1: Thank you very I, much. Even though I'm yeah. as regressive as I am, that's quite nice.
0: I, I am I'm absolutely wonderfully uh, satisfied with that yeah. sort of uh, topic and material and uh, in comment. That's we get we get more of them than you know.
3: Yeah, and we don't talk about this enough. Uh, Clint mentioned it the other day on the front end when he gave us the the shout-out that sure. rating and reviewing and those kinds of things. Liking, not, sharing. Not just liking the Facebook post, but rating and reviewing through the whatever podcast the iTunes and all that. platform yeah. you use. Um, I don't rate and review your podcast, so you, I, I wouldn't da- blame you if you don't want to rate and review mine. Karma. Um, but that that is a very important way to get more... Uh, what listenership and growth search optimization, that yes. kind of stuff. So, and also, it doesn't take anything, right? It, no, I, mean, no, I, I, I haven't
0: never done it myself. I, I'm a nothing but a hypocrite,
3: but I'm but dead I'm serious. Saying. I've never done it once.
2: All right. Well, and, and speaking to that, I actually have had several people ask me, how do you do that? If you go to our Facebook page, you can put a review there. There is a review tab at the top. I've also put instructions for how to do a review on Spotify. And how to do a review on Apple Podcasts, which are the two uh, most popular podcast platforms that people are listening All right, to us reg- on.
0: Regional Roundup, and I will be very swift here. Uh, brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company, providing quality water to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. That's why at Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing right. And it, uh, Basically, we got this. The big tire uh, giant that has moved to Tennessee with such fanfare, Bridgestone, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bridgestone Americas, um, they are now suing the state of Tennessee because (laughs) they made a deal with them about taxes. And charged them a bunch of taxes they weren't supposed to charge. Well, so, so it was a it was a great relationship while it lasted. <laughs> one year, the very first year, we blew the tax deal, and we owe them uh, twelve million dollars in taxes that they overpaid. I can't wait. According for, uh, to the deal that they made going in, I can't wait for the Blue Oval City to sue the state. <laughs> uh, let's see here, uh, Alabama. The, I mentioned this yesterday Chiha becoming the uh, repository for the ashes of retired American flags Chiha uh, there are some other ones here though from the region that I think are worthy of mentioning also in Alabama Confederate Heritage group will fight making County's lawsuit that could lead to the removal of a rebel monument and the heart of of nearly all black Tuskegee. Oh, That geez. Makes sense there. Yeah, hmm. Federal regulators review an application to build a low power test nuclear reactor in Tennessee. Nice. In uh, Augusta, a company that uses ethylene oxide to sterilize medical instruments is being sued by residents because they say it's gotten into the water supply. Oh, dear. Uh, Republican Governor Kay Ivey in Alabama recognizing Ashley Jones as the state's first black poet laureate kind of neat uh let's see here we've also got in suwanee finally happened it is official reuben bridgety the university of the south vice chancellor and president said he will resign later this month and will accept the position as u.s ambassador to south africa and the first whooping cranes of the season have arrived at wheeler national wildlife refuge tell me the vaccination for also they have
2: put speed bumps on in on the ridge cut why so if you drive along the ridge cut like a lot of people do you now have to deal with the speed bumps on i-24 no on south crest north crest oh 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 that crest, ridge crest. crest yeah
0: i am going to leave everything else on the table and we don't have to play any sort of theme music here at all brian i am going to share the two um posts that were sent out yesterday by our friends shannon and dixie and uh, just give me a second this is very serious stuff nobody's joking with this we told you yesterday that our friend dixie fuller his wife shannon the proprietor the lady that runs Zarzars downtown uh went in for a checkup an x-ray because there was a, just one feeling good and found a spot and then they said well, the spot's worrisome and then they found so much more um she is already at stage four lung cancer in her lower left lung the lower lobe and it is spread is metastasized she's terminal uh mm-hmm. it is already in her bone marrow in her spine there's nothing in the world they're going to be able to do It's so basically just palliative care yeah. and, hey, management. and Shannon she sent this out yesterday and I'm just going to read it um I'll save Dixie's for maybe later down the the the, the pike. Um, This is the hardest post I will ever make. I hope I have remembered to talk to my closest people before I share this. If I have overlooked someone, I'm so sorry that you had to find out this news on social media. My friends are the most important thing in my life, and I treasure each of you so much. I'm going to really need your energy now. That said, I have cancer in my bone marrow, in my glands, and most of my left lung. I also have numerous lesions on my spine. It's all stage four. I will be seeing an oncologist this morning. I mostly want pain management help. I'm so sad to post this. We will be having a birthday blowout on the 29th of January at Fountainhead. I don't know where that is. That's right next
2: door to Zarzars. Okay.
0: It will be a fundraiser as well. We'll be having the best live music in Chattanooga from incredible friends. I will post more about that soon. I'm more worried about Dixie than anything. I'm crushed that I will have to leave the center of my universe here alone. We've never been apart in decades. That's the truth. He is my rock. He is the best part of me. Please do not leave him alone when I'm gone. I know many of you feel as helpless as I feel right now. Ways to help? mark. Make me laugh. Please eat as We could use any and all support. Keep your pity to yourself. It is useless energy. Love me warts and all for whatever time we have left. Please don't go down the Google rabbit hole and throw your energy into telling me what I should do, what I should try or whatever. Leave our choices, on moving forward to Dixie, my doctors and me. I don't need a bunch of stories about people you know, blah, blah, blah. Do some random acts of kindness for strangers in my honor. Be kind to each other, be part of the solution. Adopt a pet and name it Shannon. How about that? (laughs) Let's just be together and bring me your peace and strength. I love you all, and I'm so grateful for my entire life. I am beyond blessed. Thank you for taking the time to read this. And there you go. And I do worry very much about my buddy Dixie. Dixie, I've said this before and I'll say it again, he was a mama's boy, as much as there's ever been a mama's boy, I can tell you that right now, and losing his mama was tough enough. You remember it was her funeral. It was the day that we had the shootout, uh, the Chattanooga Fall in five here, yeah. And yeah. that had its own strange, bizarre nature to it. Um, but he and Shannon, they never do anything without each other, as long as I've known them. Well, I hope um, a lot
2: of people can make it to, their, uh, to her birthday and fundraiser on uh, January 29th. There will be an auction as well.
0: Well, that was certainly... And when it came to the, what are you doing? I was going to mention that right off the bat. Get that on the calendar now so you don't forget. Right. And uh, that was brought to you, that little bitty ending piece by RC2 Realty Solutions because I don't want to leave my friend Robin Ring out there. Robin with a Y ring. Help you any kind of property situation you've got, especially if you're dealing with distressed property. Sell, renovate. Buy invest Rob Ring RC2 Realtysolutions.com. And that is the end of today's Chattanooga Driving Show. Thank you for listening.